This is the Cypher Podcast, where we'll be diving into various gaming cultures, checking out some games, talking to some gamers about their gaming experiences. Cypher, Africa's ultimate gaming podcast. Okay. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome back to the Cypher Podcast. Today, we have here Danny. But I'll let him introduce himself. Don't let the dark side fool you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Dan. I am a gamer. Also a Star Wars fan. One can guess by the username I use. Uh, I mostly yep. play single player games. <laughs> I don't have a specific genre. I just go across the board. Third person shooters, first person shooters, okay. RPGs. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, single so you single what? Single player mode only. Like if a game if you have a game you just play story mode or campaign, right? Yeah, uh, I've mostly found it more convenient uh, because of things like work and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, the time I did try that, I did try to get into online play. There was a whole thing of how, like, you're playing with. Uh, if you have a specific, if you have a team, you're playing with guys mm-hmm. from different time zones. Your time yeah. is not coming. Yeah, when guys are online, you're working. So mm. it yeah, single and. Then generally, I just go to enjoy single player. Uh, gaming came to sort of like replace movies and series because I generally came to enjoy stories in games much more. Yeah. Finally, someone else who actually gets it. Like, there was that period, I don't know if you remember, there was that period of time when series just took over. Like, you know, those uh, 45 minutes, 22 like you just find yourself binge watching these things but then all of a sudden you're just like nah not anymore you just don't feel it so you're like okay gaming yeah <laughs> you reminded me of a conversation i had uh a while several years back at the height of game of thrones when some guy was basically trying to co- to convince game of thrones fans that you know what just mm. try skyrim elder scrolls yeah Basically, everything I mean, actually, Game of Thrones, but better. Actually, didn't Skyrim come out like a year? I, no, it came out in the same year as Game of Thrones, right? Uh, actually, earlier, because Skyrim was released in Uh-oh. November 2011. Yeah, 2011. And then Game of Thrones came out in... Actually, I think like, it did come out in 2011, because like... The, I've been following that whole every year, every year, what time period, timeline of theirs, 2011, 2012, up to around was 2018 when the last season came out. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Crazy coincidence. <laughs> Crazy yeah, but co- like, uh... it's like, okay. okay. But yeah, I think you're right. Game of Thrones may have come later, like a bit later. 
Yeah, but like one thing people don't appreciate is like how far storytelling going in gaming. Like for example, I remember when like I remember the reactions guys had when games like Skyrim, Witcher Three. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dragon Age Origins. I. I can edge. That was a, that's a good game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, which other game is on that list? One can even but yeah, you're right. Throwing, in terms of one in can terms even of, in terms of storytelling, you're right. Mm. Then, like, uh, I don't know if you've been following this whole thing that has come up recently. This whole uh, discussion on mm-hmm. uh, uh, ludo narrative yeah. dissonance. Mm. Uh, hold on, can you repeat that? Uh, I was saying, I don't know if you've been following the discussion that has been going on on this thing called ludonarrative dissonance. Ah, uh, uh, ludonarrative dissonance. No, I did not. My focus okay. was on something else. Ah, okay. It's something that, it's a discussion that came up like in the past three, four years, basically about how like the uh story like the, the the narrative of a game doesn't match the narrative of a of the gameplay like there's a disconnect ah okay okay so like story does not match the gameplay yeah yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember something that was like that. That's brutal legend in a sense. <laughs> okay, with me personally, I felt it with uh, Watch Dogs, uh, Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2, eh? Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, uh, okay, at least when I, when I thought about the whole concept, the only game which came to mind at the time was Watch Dogs 2 because... Like you know, Watch Dogs Two, you're playing as basically a, a computer hacker who, out of nowhere, has military type skills and can take out trained mercenaries and armed police and whatnot. There are some elements of the gameplay that match this character, or others where, where you're like, you know, you, you pause and you're like, no, 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 no. Mm. I mean. Wasn't Watch Dogs two dead skis from LA just three? Yeah. Because like if if you compare it to other games basically in the same genre, games like say GTA or everything, you could match the violence to the character. Because basically you're playing as a criminal type. Mm-hmm. You'd expect to have the aforementioned skills of murdering tons of people. Yeah. Yeah, so basically that's how this whole, that, that whole discussion thing came into play. Personally, mm. I, haven't, I, I, I hadn't really thought about it in that way until mm-hmm. Watch Dogs 2, because generally you're having so much fun, you're enjoying the story, it doesn't really get you. And doesn't strike you because, well, you play Watch Dogs 1, 
you go going around as Aiden Pierce. But then Watch Dogs 2, you're like, hmm? are you sure this group of kids can actually stuff that they're doing, you know? Uh, yeah, well, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's actually the argument. Okay, I think that's one of the arguments guys had with the new Saints Row. Mm. Yeah, because like from most of the reviews I see, most guys complain, okay, there's the story, then there's the, then there's the characters. You have this bunch of <laughs> essentially 20-somethings that are, that are apparently fighting student loans and whatnot and are just, and their way of sorting that out is just using outright mayhem. So guys were like, ah. <laughs> oh, that's what guys are complaining about. <laughs> yeah, okay, guys are about anything, but anyway. <laughs> that's just what it is. If it's a central game, just... Don't go in for the seriousness of GTA. Yeah, don't go for the seriousness of GTA. Just go in. This is just mayhem all throughout. They're doing what? Nah, I don't care. Because Saints Row 3 essentially just... Well, Saints Row had uh, a bit more story. Like, it was sort of like establishing the Saints, the street Saints. But, but then Saints Row came around and all manner of mayhem with a bit of story in there. But, you know, so well, if it's, if it's a game, I play anything. That's just going have fun like a girl and that. Okay, that's interesting. You know, I've actually never played uh, a central game. I think uh, central only came into my radar when I heard about the one where, mm. the one that had to do with aliens. That's I think that's the one where the, I think that the main character has superpowers or okay. some stuff. Yeah, out of curiosity, like as a central fan, how do you compare it? How do you compare it to GTA? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, GTA I played was uh, I. to finish that <laughs> yeah so i never got to finish so, so i don't know i say i haven't played five ah okay it's on my it's on my uh, epic i played it really hopefully but six arrives but it's and that's you put both of them on crack <laughs> and that's what you get what's well, draw yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Because I've actually been tempted to uh, get into Saints Row, but uh, you know, there's that whole thing of which one do you start with? Ah, uh, you want one? Yeah, yeah, you don't need to go in order. You don't. Well, if you want to go order story-wise, two, three, four, and then got out of hell. But you can jump in anywhere, and you'll still get the story. That's also the good thing about Saints Row. Anywhere, any any of the others, you'll get into the what? You'll get the story without any difficulty. There's no no. You have to start from the second one or the first one. I mean. <laughs> Not many people have played the first one, the first Saints Row. Not many have, me, myself included. Okay, I'll see. I'll see which one. I, I'll see which one of those I can get on PS4. Yeah. So, uh, PS4. Okay, start with three, and then find your way from or from there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. Basically, you're into open world games. Uh, like I said, I'm also, I'm also like you. I, I take anything as long as it's fun. But yeah, open world. Had you sampled uh, Ghost of Tsushima? Ooh, that's a PlayStation exclusive. I would want to, but I'll get there eventually. I mean, I still have Sekiro also looking at me. Ah, that's a problem with this with yeah. this stuff. All the, at some point, all these guys are trying to pull gamers with their exclusive exclusivity, their basically exclusive games. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, that all exclusive thing will kind of wear off because. We finally got God of War and Peace. True, but is uh, is Bloodborne on PC? It will come eventually. Eventually, it will come. We just have to wait and be patient. You're reminding me of guys who have been praying to see a Halo game on PlayStation. I uh, know that one. Let's not even let's not even hope. Halo is uh, Xbox. Actually, the reason Xbox is relevant is because of Halo. By the way, uh, other than Halo, the Xbox doesn't have any other like Prime exclusive. Ah, they had Gears of War. It, it does. It does. But Gears of War is also on PlayStation, isn't it? No, Gears of War. I think in fact, Gears of War, with the exception, because I think it was always it has always been on Xbox. It's just I think the third one and the fifth that were on PC. Really? Yeah, uh, Gears of War has has always been has always been a Microsoft thing. Yeah. Oh, but it, but the but when it came to moving Xboxes, it was Halo that moved most Xboxes. Like you want an Xbox 360, Halo's coming with it. 
So I think, yeah, that's like in terms of being a flagship, Halo is the reason Xbox is relevant because if not for Halo, who knows? True. But mm. if I remember, if I remember the time, uh, Xbox 360, that was PS3. PS3 launched with, PS2. if I remember, PS2. Yeah, PS2. PS2 and ah. Xbox 360, then Xbox, Xbox One and uh, PS3. And PS3. <laughs> Yeah, like they came called, they came side by side because was it uh, Series X and PS4? I don't know. Which one was it? Series X and no, PS4? No, no. Uh, no, actually it was the Xbox One and, P- and PS4. Then it was the Xbox 360 and mm. PS3. Yeah, Cause yeah, I, yeah. Because yeah. I remember in terms of the console, console was PS2 took... Mm. Uh, the time of PS2, the PS2 took it. Its exclusives were crazy. Yeah. Then actually, PS- <laughs> yeah. Then then, P- then the time of the PS3 it was a close tie because the Xbox had Halo. PS3 came out mm. with God of War three, and God of War three was crazy. Yeah, that's true. PS, I remember playing play God of War three and three man. Actually finished remember, it. <laughs> yeah, actually, I I know a bunch of guys who specifically bought the PlayStation Three just to play God uh, God of War Three. Yeah, actually, that's 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 the thing about PlayStation. Before it, them their uh, their library of games is quite extensive. I mean, yeah, sure. Right now, they're doing the exclusive, but back then. Games that were on the PlayStation were just a lot. Like, you'd even find obscure games on the PlayStation. I'm like, hey, Def Jam? Wow. <laughs> Fatal Frame? Okay, okay. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Even movie games. I mean, can you say Xbox had movie games? <laughs> By the way, none. Yeah. So, well... I get that that would make people think that, yeah, that's where everything else was thrown just because, but that just makes for what? An extensive library. Because even the Avatar game was on what? On PlayStation. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, uh, mm. Avatar, Naruto. <laughs> Actually, a lot, of, yeah. a lot of those anime things. Because there's this popular anime. Is it uh, Demon Slayer or something? Yeah. There's a PlayStation game. I I I I not even heard of that one. Uh, yeah, I'm like, hey, you've I don't know if you've watched Rain of Fire, but there's a there's a game for that. And I'm like that uh, actually Rain exists. Fire, wait, Rain of Fire, the, yeah. the Matthew McConaughey movie, the thing about drugs in London and whatnot. Wasn't that Christian Bale? Yeah, the Matthew just, McConaughey. Yeah, the, yeah. Christian Bale, yeah, yeah that's Christian, Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, dragons in thingy, yeah. Yeah, what, Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, there's actually a game. I was surprised. Any Harry Potter movie, any Harry Potter game, there, Chamber of Secrets, what, 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 all on PlayStation. Wow, like yo. Wow, that's a shocker, because I think the only Harry Potter game I've, I've had over recent is the one that's supposed to be coming out soon. Ah, that one. Mm. Yeah, 
But yeah, Chamber of Secrets was on PlayStation 2. It was boring, but, you know. Mm. Oh, reminds me of, uh, what was this movie? Aragon. Aragon. <sighs> Man. You think dragons, you're like, oh, just go through all those dragon movies from the early 2000s. Hi. But yeah, Aragon also apparently had a video game, so yeah. My, I don't know. I think the I early, I think the early know. 2000s is more like if it gets a movie, let's make a game of it. So <laughs> if it's a bit popular, let's get a game of it. I'm like, guys, guys. <laughs> I think there, there were very few like movie-based games I actually enjoyed. The last one I think I remember enjoying was the, the Riddick games. Uh, that those that one was good, and the movies are underrated. Like really, they are heavily underrated. Because I remember Chronicles of was a bit of a flop, but I'm like, guys, guys, you're sleeping on this, yeah, you're sleeping on this. Pitch Black, yikes! That was one of the first movies. Yeah, that was one of the first movies that genuinely scared me because I watched it late at night back then. I was like, "Oh man, makes you actually scared of the dark." Hi, but yeah, the Riddick game was also good. I mean, the fact that you could actually change—you could actually use Riddick's eyes in the dark to see in the dark, and you go after enemies in the dark. You're like. Oh, that was that was a very good mechanic. I like that they actually put it in the game. Yeah, even the, uh, like the the way the whole thing was structured, like in the first game, like the the way you could interact mm. with the NPCs, the environment, the prison yeah. guard. I think actually yes. felt like a, a living environment, and that added to like the immersion in a crazy way. Yeah, that's true. Ah, oh, but it's just sad because now, like, <laughs> it reminded me of the. What's this movie? This uh, this game that was based on this movie. There was this Fast and Furious game that came out that was atrocious. I mean, I always thought that what Fast and the Furious was best of uh, was it Need for Speed? But yeah. I used to think it was based off Need for Speed, but I don't know. It just At kind of deviated point, along the way. Man, they deviated in a crazy way. If you actually see like the gameplay footage, like on YouTube of, the, of, of that game, yeah. you'll be, you'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, because huh. all well, they had to do was, all they had to do was essentially just copy Need for Speed Underground, and that would be it. Just slap the Fast and Furious uh, brand on it and call it a day. Yeah, people don't really like exact like copy pasting stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, don't make it in the first place. But a lot of things have been made that shouldn't be made in the first place because I'm like, there's a series, a cartoon series about the Fast and the Furious. So I don't know if you've seen it, but I I didn't actually know there was one until you mentioned it. Yeah, it's news to me as of two weeks ago. So I am like a, a cartoon series about the Fast and the Furious. What? But yeah, that's also there. Like, there's a lot of things that probably shouldn't be there, but they're also there. So 
I mean, Rush Hour, the TV series exists for God knows what reason, but you know, <laughs> what, what can we say? They decide to do something. Yeah. But yeah, but anyway. Oh yeah, going back to the other thing about PlayStation, I think the reason a lot of games end up on PlayStation is because, well, from where they come from, especially the anime games, Sony is, I think, specifically from Japan. So yeah, yeah. So anything from there, like the games that are exclusive to Japanese consoles, essentially. So you're like, huh? I want Jump Force. Mm-hmm go to the PlayStation and it's on PlayStation network. You get right. Yeah. Uh, because mm. it, in fact, uh, on top of that, even just the, I think the level of creativity that, uh, Sony gives, uh, studios that basically it publishes for. Cause now, like for yeah. example, um, there's been this whole argument about like uh, Elden, how Elden Ring or basically from software went against no more RPG, uh, non RPG mechanics. The, they are, <laughs> yeah, basically how, how they created the whole souls born genre in tricks. And not even that, if you look at like, if you look at PlayStation exclusives, there is a, level of creativity about them that you rarely see. Because mm. now like um, things like, ah, uh, there's this thing, uh, what's it called? Is it Senua's Sacrifice? Uh, Hellblade. Yeah. Now like that game, the when it came out, how the developers approached the what's it called the representation of mental illness in part of the gameplay that is something which like you wouldn't see western developers doing because of this whole like uh, this perceived walk movement and whatnot Mm. i mean when it comes to like the whole you're right when it comes to the whole representation of what certain factors like just leaving it as a let's say okay like in your game it's in your game and you're just like uh you know putting it there like in a subtle way you know you're like yeah let's say it's silent hill yeah uh, like silent uh, yeah. hill silent hill is a very very good example but the problem is when it came to the west i don't know i felt like they butchered quite a lot <laughs> They butchered it quite a lot. Like, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't like uh, what it showed. Because Silent Hill is essentially about a man who's facing his own demons. Like, in like in phys- physical manifestation of his own inner demons. You know? Man has yeah, just is- lost his wife. And then now he's like, oh, going through all this. Trying to come to terms with what he is going through. So... Well, when it came to this side and when the movie also came, I'm like, guys, guys, yeah, guys. It's the same. I think it's also the same with Fatal Frame. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like any, like it's the same with most, like most uh, games from Asian developers, you know, like they have a way of what presenting most of these uh, issues in a subtle way. Like you can understand it's there, but it's sort of just subtle. It doesn't detract from the game itself. So yeah, like, because really yeah. if you look at it, like let's say Far Cry, you see Far Cry 3, eh? Uh-huh. Yeah, like you saw Vaz, you know? Yeah. The way he was presented, he's just this crazy unhinged guy, but he, well, that's how he's presented, but he's not specifically. Like, well, this is just my take. I don't, everyone can have their take, but for me, I think Vaz is not necessarily crazy. I think he's just someone who's trying to act out in a certain way so he can just fight for his own freedom because man has a well according to six man has had a very very messed up life you have a sister that's forcing you to conform to something then you have this guy hoyt making you do this you know so essentially you're just like let me just do whatever the hell i want and he does whatever the hell he wants so Essentially, it's just like, so you could think it's a cry for help, but it's not, which is also interesting. But yeah, so I think when it also comes down to Jason as a whole, because Jason has his own inner demons to deal with. Then he comes to the island and then he's like, okay, now I'm going to kill a lot of people. But thing about Far Cry 3 is that it shows you like the people that interact with you show you just the kind of person you've become in 4 as good as 4 is yeah I get that they're in a war zone but the fact that no one actually says anything no one but Pagan himself says anything about the fact that this guy RJ guy who was as innocent as hell comes to this place and then he starts killing people left right center and everyone else is okay with it but then this guy is like okay so are you going to be the reasonable person that i met (laughs) off that bus or are you going to be the bloodthirsty lunatic who just murdered his way up to my house true yeah yeah actually that that is one thing i give far cry for uh respect for the whole thing of where if pagan mean uh in the beginning if if pagan leaves you at the table when he goes to go and torture that chap if you actually don't mm. leave and you stay on the table he yeah. comes how basically the game can end there he comes back you go scatter your mom's ashes and it yeah. ends there so basically they give you the option to be either a pacifist or just go on a murdering spree because if you think about it, there's no good ending in Far Cry 4. Well, that, aside from that, there's no good ending because you have a drug dealer or you have a religious nut job. Yeah, make your choice, which of the two. Or you have this guy who's essentially trying to put the country back to work. You know? So, yeah. Actually, interesting. St- in- interestingly, I got that ending only once oh okay yeah only once i've only gotten that ending once 
Because who in their right mind would think, okay, um, let me just sit and listen to this guy's screams while he's being electrocuted in God knows where. Yeah. Let me actually try the crab rangoon, you know? I don't think anyone would. Would actually just stand up and get the hell out of there, but yeah. Okay, I got uh, that what? ending once. Uh, actually, you know, I've never gotten Sabal's yeah, I've never gotten Sabal's ending as well. I've always gone the Amita route because for me, I feel like the Amita route is more reasonable. Yeah, same as me. Yeah, it's only, more reasonable. The only guys I know who got that, uh, the pacifist ending were guys who like left the, uh, left the game running accidentally and just walked away to do something. Yeah, you have to Fifteen minutes. I think you wait for fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's long quite time a to while. wait. Yeah, long time to wait. But you wait. Yeah. You know, uh, it's interesting that we're talking about Far Cry. Um, what you said earlier yeah. about how people don't like things being repeated. If yeah. you've noticed, if you've noticed, Ubisoft mm. with Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, they have basically been recycling the same thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. At least with Assassin's Creed, they have made they've made some decent variations where you can look at each game uniquely. But with Far Cry, I think ever since Far Cry Three, like uh, I mm. played Far Cry Three, I played part of Far Cry Four, but I found it too mm. similar to Far Cry Three. I ended up not finishing it. I did play Far Cry 5 because they introduced some new mechanics that just made it feel different. But basically, yeah, Ubisoft recycle a lot of their stuff. Yeah, it feels like it's just, well, the winning formula so they don't really bother going that far. And well, essentially, well, that's essentially what most game developers do if they have a winning formula they're like okay let's just get uh, this rehash this rehash that uh, let's change up the map here yeah okay new game let's go uh, but well but, I think they yeah they actually they caught hell for that because of uh, was it Assassin's Creed Unity yeah they caught hell for that because Unity it was a very very fine mess but I get that they were trying to meet a certain deadline, but releasing a game once every year, uh, uh, that's not going to work. I think at least they learned their lesson and we got Black Flag, but... Mm. No, I think, uh, I think they're looking at the Call of Duty guys. Because Call of Duty every year, they release, it's a hit. Okay, with the exception of Vanguard, uh, there they just went off the rails. Call of Duty has its own skeletons. I'm looking at you, ghosts. I'm also looking at you, Infinite Warfare. Okay, by the way, Advanced Warfare, I mean, it was. Okay, I have to ask, since I'm talking, since I'm actually talking to you, I have to ask, why do you guys like giving ghosts a lot of grief? I actually, actually enjoyed it. Ghost. Yeah. Well. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, I've never played this. 
Okay, okay. Personally, I didn't find ghosts that bad. Maybe there was that whole cringe thing regarding the whole dog mechanics being advertised as something special. But other than that, it was it was Call of Duty, as in same shooting mechanics. As in, hmm. yeah. I mean, well, never played it, so I don't really know what the whole fuss is about. But, uh, yeah, so that was new. Kudos to them. But if it didn't work, well, I think maybe they should have tried to at least move one of the mechanics from there and put it in future games. But like you said, that whole dog mechanic, that would have been... That made for interesting yeah maybe they just decided to toss everything out and that that because yeah i look at i look at what black ops 3 you had a good run you did you start (laughs) at one and then two and then three just seems to be in its own world and then for some odd reason you bring out four so you get right. No, I think it, I don't know okay, what I, I. I think it's like the castle of gaming. Okay, at yeah. least with I, I think it's I think we specifically with like American developers, uh, they have an issue mm. with franchises. The first one is always good. Second one is eh, mm. third one is because uh, like if you look look at Black Ops, uh, the first one was good. Second one was good. Third one was meh. Fourth one, guys, they didn't even give guys a single player campaign. You guys were like, eh. Yeah, I mean, you're like, what the hell? But, well, that's them. They want to cash in, so they went for the whole open world, MMO thing, so, you know. They were trying to emulate Fortnite. I don't know what happened with that, so. Well, people may not have really liked uh, Cold War, but I think it was a good return. I think Cold War was a good return to form for Black Ops. Now, hopefully, they keep going because it should have been nice if they followed the modern one, two, and three, you know? But whatever they did, because I genuinely enjoyed Black Ops. Cops. And this is, this is coming from me who says modern films dope. You have <laughs> Black Ops 1, Black 2. Hey. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, no, those are good. Actually, uh, Call, yeah, of Duty, you know, Call of Duty is making a good comeback. Like, if you look at what they've done mm. with Modern Warfare, the way they've rebooted it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's put in setting. Like in a very modern, like ultra modern setting, like guys on YouTube are reviewing the trailer and they're like, this just feels real. Did these guys, is this really a game? Did these guys just not go and get like body cam footage from soldiers actually carrying out missions? You know, that's just how good it felt. Yeah, uh, I definitely can't wait for that one to come out. Yeah. By the way, modern uh, warfare too. How far? How far is how far is is Uganda in like? Okay, how, how far is Uganda faring in like esports? 
Esports. Uh, well, I don't really know that much about how far we're going, but we're making some steady steps. Like uh, uh, last week, I spoke to them. Honestly, I like what they're doing. I really do. Because it brings a lot of attention to esports, essentially, like guys that are actually gaming, you know. And then there's another there's another group that I've well I've yet to contact, but I see that they're doing they're hosting F1 tournaments on the regular. So I'm like, oh, I'd like to approach these guys and see what they what they've got. But esports, I think yeah, we're getting there. we're getting there. The code group, the code community is strong this side. I don't know about you guys, but the code community is strong, especially on mobile. They're very strong this side. Okay, uh, uh, mobile gaming unfortunately is something I've failed to get into. Hmm. Yeah, I, I do not know why, but uh, I think it's just my preference. I just like having the big screen in front of me. Mm. And, you lean, and you lean back on your controller. But I appreciate the fact that mobile gaming has come very far. Yeah. Yeah, it has come very far from the good old days of Clash of Clans. <laughs> oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say from the good. I thought you were going to say from the good old days of like Snake <laughs> and Ted Twist. <laughs> ah, oh, Pussy. Yeah, those were also the good ones because I feel what about gaming? Yeah, you guys can also enjoy that wherever because for us, it's just you just pull it out of so your pockets it's we have some steady internet yeah let's go hop into a code lobby you know uh would you know if like huh is there a vr version of of code i would hope it is is there it would be interesting that is actually one that's actually one of my like uh gaming objectives for the year. I, I need to sample like one of these VR games. Mmm. Huh. Be nice. You should try, especially since you have a PlayStation what? Oh PS4. Oh PS5 normally has the has the what? The VR goggles, but I think PS4 you'd be able to get. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there are some VR. Yeah, I think VR games on what? I think there are some VR games on uh, PSN. Yeah, there are, no, on, uh, there are quite a number of VR games on PS4. Mm. Yeah. But no, well, just... what you're lacking is just equipment. that they're increasing the price. Mm. And also that means basically scalpers are going to have a field day. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, what free market? <laughs> uh, it's just one of the things, yeah, like uh, there's this discussion guys were having on like why 
people keep buying like uh, games on day one release. Yeah. When you know full well, the game is going to come out buggy. You're going to have to wait for like day one, day one patch, then month one patch update. Yeah, when it comes to games these days, you have to wait some time. Like, you never know. You know, back then, I don't know. Back then, you didn't really have to wait because who's going to patch the game? The game has already come. Don't tell us anything. Just go and enjoy it. We'll probably release some DLC if we feel like it. <laughs> but no, these days, no. no. Back in the day, it actually didn't matter. Cause uh, let me give you. If I was to give the example of Skyrim, mm. when it came out, Skyrim had a bunch of bugs. But because, uh, basically. Elder Scrolls had always had a strong modding, modding community. Most of the bugs were sorted by modders. In fact, I think that is one of the games that has the craziest number of mods ever. Yeah, that one. Uh, I think it's that one and the uh, Fallout 4. Yeah. Mm, modders are the reason what? Skyrim is still... It's still going on because like you have guys that dedicate their time to actually making quests, like actual quests for the game. Like it's been how oh, it's been what one decade? But still there are people that even when the developer is like, huh, should we make a new one? Now nah, let's wait and see, you know? So yeah, I think maybe when GTA six comes also. Scrolls will come. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I'd like to ask for something a bit controversial. Okay. What are your top five favorite titles so we can judge you for them? Ha. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Before I answer, before yeah. I before I, before I answer, I have I have to give a disclaimer. I do not have I do not judge games in terms of like based or whatnot. I judge games based on whether I'm willing to replay them. Now, top five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Top five. Uh. And okay, and also, mm. okay, my, and my list is limited to the games I've actually played and finished. I need to also add that disclaimer. Yeah. I need to add that disclaimer there. Okay. Uh, number one. Uh, okay, and this top five is not actually in order. Yeah. So once again, these are five games I am willing to replay. That's how I judge how much I like the game. Uh, yeah. Number one, Dragon Age Origins. Okay. Yep. Uh, Number two, Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is The Witcher 3. Blood and Wine. Mm-hmm. There was Blood and Wine and uh, what was the other DLC? Was it Hearthstone? 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 
yeah. had something. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Heart, the heart stone. Okay. Uh, I think that was three. Mm. Yeah. Huh? Uh, ghost recon advanced uh, warfighter. Uh, ghost, ghost, ghost recon advanced warfighter two. Uh, what? Last ghost recon what? Ghost recon advanced warfighter two. Ah, uh, never played that one. Never played that one, but well, um, the type that's still on uh, Wildlands. So, oh no, now that now no, uh, that particular Ghost Recon had like one of the best like tactical mechanics. In fact, if mm. they were to make a if they were to make a remaster of that one, that I believe that would be a home run. Okay, then last and not least, Hitman Blood Money. Mm. My man. <laughs> My man. Uh-huh. Are the daggers out now, here? That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Blood money. Now that's a good choice. Because if you look at it, well, absolution was good and all. But but blood money was just that one took the cake. Yeah. Have you have you tried any of the, the new trilogy of Hitman games? I have one and two. Ah, I haven't okay. yet played uh, them though, but I have one and two. The good thing okay. about it from I've seen YouTube videos about it and from what I see, they implemented mechanics from both Absolution and what? And um, Blood, uh, Money. Blood like Money. What they did was they yeah. got yeah, they removed they didn't take the linear storytelling because Hitman is all about just kill the target as in as many ways as you want. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So they just went and decided, yeah, let's just let's just get the mechanics from here because you can get a knife, toss it. You can get this, toss it at the person, it kills him. You can get a briefcase and the briefcase, the briefcase becomes a homing briefcase to kill someone. Have you seen that one? That uh, bug. It's funny. Someone throws a briefcase <laughs> and the briefcase hunts the person. <laughs> yeah. This guy is on okay, a jet ski, but the briefcase is still following him. So yeah, that's an interesting okay, bug. I, I hope to actually see it. <laughs> That one I don't think I I never seen. I'll take a look on YouTube. One thing I liked about especially yes. like like Blood Money was the way it just promoted creativity. Trial and yeah. error. If you if you messed up, you could just go back to the drawing board, look at the situation, Actually, and just try a bunch of different things yeah. until you succeeded. Actually, for. Blood money also had another mechanic of where you get money, like for every contract you complete or mission, you get money and you can upgrade your weapons. Yeah. Like you have guns, you're on guns if, uh, as you go and uh, outfits, but then you can sign, like imagine an MP5 that's silenced, you know, a sniper rifle silenced. The silver ball is fully like you. You don't need anything else as long as you have the silver ball as 
fully specked out. You're like, ha, this guy's just, he's here to kill. Yeah, both just of them, as- you're wielding extra you're clips, as- red dot just- sight, laser <laughs> point, silence. This person, if you're the target, just get ready to die. <laughs> You just go on a silencing, on a silence shooting mass, silence shooting spree. Yeah. You shoot, you shoot, you hide, they see the body, you hide again, they see. Okay, now, uh, Cypher, in in the spirit of fairness, I've given you my five, give me yours. Yeah. Huh? 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 Well, my top five are always changing, so uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. You have Saints Row, naturally. You have Fallout, mm-hmm. which is a new Fallout, which is a new entry. But well, New Vegas. Wait, Fallout seventy six. Fallout New Vegas. Oh, there's no, there's no way in hell, no way in hell, I'm playing that one. Seventy six. No way in hell. Then oh, yeah, Fallout, we have Fallout Fallout 3 was the one by Fallout 3 was the one by Obsidian, yeah. right? No, it's New Vegas that was made by Obsidian. I think the reason oh. Fallout the reason New Vegas is good is because it was made by new by Obsidian. On end uh, of discussion. Yeah. New Vegas is the best Fallout ever. Oh yeah, that one was good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number three is Command and Conquer, all-time favorite. And then let's see. Number four, number four, number four, number four. Mm-hmm. Number four. Well, number four would naturally be. Hmm, let's see. I can't give this one to GTA. No, no, no. Uh, Hitman, obviously, because I grew <laughs> up playing Hitman. Silent mm-hmm. Assassin, like did Silent Assassin. Now picture, picture doing Silent Assassin, but with no sound. Wow. Yeah, I did that way back in what? Was it S1, S2? Yeah, when I had my first computer, like my first person, like it's mine and mine alone. Silent Assassin, no sound. Like the computer didn't have any speakers at the time. So I'm like, yeah, let's just go. Like, you don't know if the alarm's going off. You're just like, ah, screw it. Let's just go. Yeah. Oh, they're running. What? Did they see me? No, they haven't seen me. Let's just go forward. Oh, crap. They're shooting at me. Wait, what? Are they? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, that was quite an experience. Yeah, that was the thing. And then lastly, hmm. Lastly, yeah, who do I give it to? This is a bit controversial. Nah, let me not take this one. Lastly, well, lastly, lastly, lastly. Hmm. Okay, fine. Lastly, I'll give it to Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry. Which one? Far Cry 4. Yep. I like Far Cry 4. I like Far Cry 4 better than Far Cry 3. And this is coming from someone who's played 2, 3, and 4. I haven't played five. I haven't played six, but four for me is the best. Especially, well, I think it's because I just like Pagan. 
Yeah. It's just someone that's it's just someone you like because yeah. Pagan's just someone you like. Actually, a lot of people sh- killed Pagan, but I didn't. No? He's just that type of person. I am okay. okay I'm, I'm still I'm still in a bit of shock that you, you picked uh, Far Cry four over Far Cry three. Because mm. generally everyone looks at Far Cry three as like the peak. That was the Far Cry of Far Cries. Yeah, it may have been the peak, but I played three first, then I went to four, then I came back and played three again, and then I saw the glaring differences that were there. Four is an improved three without VAS. That's all you need to know. Then I was also curious about uh, Commander and Coca. That's uh, RTS, uh, real-time strategy, right? Yep. Oh, that's odd. Okay. I, 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 okay, I've never, most, uh, most Ugandans I meet uh, guys of like Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, Starcraft. Yeah, Starcraft. Uh, the Warhammer game. Oh, we even have Warhammer crew. Nice, nice. Then there's, there's this thing, is it something, something of empires? Well, Age of Empires. Yeah. yeah, Age of Empires, yeah. Yeah, Age of Empires is... <laughs> yeah, it's a nice game. It's one... It's uh, actually... Age of Empires is actually one of... Is the one that I... The first RTS game I played. Yeah. Resource management, build up your videos. It's one of the first ones I played on PC. But Command and Conquer is the one that had the deepest impact on PlayStation. Like uh, Tiberium Dawn, I still have the CDs, the the PlayStation CDs to this day. Wow. Yeah, I still have them. I don't know if they still work, but I still have them. Both CDs because they came in what? They came with two, one for both sides, either GDI or Nod. So it's up to you. And back then, since this one is, you don't need, uh, what's it called? You don't need a memory card. Just remember the what? Remember the codes input in, go do whatever mission you wanted to do. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, uh, like I said, deepest I, impacts. I tried, I, I tried real time strategy games when I was younger, the S1, S2, and I had, I, I, yeah. okay, I found it, I found it overwhelming as in the, the level of tactical planning, resource management, every move has to be planned and pre-planned. You have to anticipate the CPU's moves. I thought, I know, I, I gave up on them. I think the next time, I, yeah. the, only, the only time I go through uh, resource management was with Resident Evil. Mm. Yeah, I next I mean, came back to... Oh yeah, I, I mean, it's essentially what? Yeah. Oh no, no. So, so, sorry, I interrupted. You, you were saying? Uh huh. No, like it's essentially the same as playing what? Uh, as playing chess. It's essentially the same as playing chess. Just that's the level of planning. Yeah. But it's not that. Dedicated, and that gives himself infinite money, but puts the computer on brutal, and, <laughs> and you know, because brutal is impossible. 
it's impossible. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's impossible. And then you're going up against eight others. <laughs> yeah, no. Are you one of those oh, guys yeah. that you? Are you one of those guys that would use cheat codes? Yeah, I got tired of what playing on because when it comes to that, I'm more. How do you say medium? Yeah, when it comes to like playing in terms of difficulty, medium. So I'm like, uh, let's have some fun. Let me give myself a billion credits. Okay, let's go. Uh, let me put against eight. Let's go. Brutal. Let's go. Everyone's against me. Like, imagine having all other all seven other bots coming up against you, but you have all the all the money in the world, but that's the challenge because even with all that money, it's not easy. It is not easy because mm-hmm. while you're still setting up your resource collector, your barracks, these guys are just have started shooting at you. You're like, wait, what's going on? What? What? Once you've started, you've got your small army. These guys bring out tanks. You're like, guys, I just put my, I just put my soldiers down. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Once you defend against those ones, one another enemy comes up. It's like, and what's funny with this thing is like, even if there's, uh, I don't know, this thing called the uh, fog of war or shrouds, it's like, mm-hmm. then they always know. They always know where you are. Even if you don't, then they always know. It's like, you're sending out troops. They know that the troops are coming. Like, guys, what the hell? <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. I'm so curious to why why pick why commando okay uh why command and conquer over Age of Empires or Starcraft or World of uh, Warcraft? Okay, so never played played Warhammer. I heard of it. It seems like a good game. I'll eventually get to it. Never played Starcraft. And well, Age of Empires, as much as I love it, mm, uh, it kind of just, you know, yeah, it kind of just like, the, I don't know, maybe I just didn't feel into it at the time, but it was a good game. I enjoyed it. But when it came to real-time strategy, the one that had the biggest impact on me, like, I think I owe it all to, what's his name? I think his name is uh, Joe Duncan. The guy that plays the bad guy in the original. It's just, mm-hmm. he has the charisma that makes you love mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. You're just playing just so you can see this guy. You're like, huh. you should check him out. Joe, Joe Duncan. It's just, yeah, he's just an awesome guy. And yeah, that's just essentially what made, that's what left the deepest impact. Because after that one, I waited a bit and a friend of mine from school gave me Red Alert 1. Unfortunately, the, I lost that computer CD, so I don't know. But yeah, that's how I got to know Red Alert. And then eventually, Tiberium Sun. And then, well, when I reached college, that's when I found out about uh, what? Red Alert 3 and uh, Tiberium Wars 3, essentially. Oh, Tiberium Wars. So yeah, but. Once I had the chance to get those two, I was like, let's go, let's go. Like this one time my lecture actually caught a match. 
against <laughs> like four, five others. Oh, you're like in a lecture. Me, I'm just like, just hear the mouse clicking too much. You're like, Andrew, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? What is this? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it had the deepest impact. So that one, it will never ever leave my top five. Oh, you used to play, you'd play matches online. Uh, no, I haven't yet gotten the chance to that. And well, I don't really want who plays. That I'm so afraid of losing against another person. Ah, true, there is that. You don't advertise your, <laughs> your, your embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been playing. You're like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which which game? I, I was trying to remember. I was, I was trying to remember when the last when the last Command and Conquer was released. Uh, remaster 2020. Oh, they remastered it. Yeah, they remastered it, and I also have the remaster on me. <laughs> I should add that. I should add that to my wish list, and I get that before the end of the year. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's about uh, was it uh, twenty twenty one twenty two dollars? Oh no, I think I, I think they decreased it. Uh, well, it could be around fourteen to twenty two, but I'm not sure where. It's around that. You play? Have you ever tried any MMOs? Mm, give an example. Uh, like there's, <laughs> there's, uh, there's this, there's this crazy popular one, uh, Eve Online. Mm, Eve Online. I looked at that. I looked at the, let's just say, space requirements, and I was like, nope. One twenty-seven GB. I have that one looking at me on Steam. Was it Eve? Was it Arc Online? Huh? Oh no, uh, that was oh, no, Arc no, Online. No, no, no. That was Arc Online. Yeah, Arc Online is. Yeah. It, it had crazy. Arc Online is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One seventy-five GB. I'm like, okay, okay, boss. What am I made of space? I mean, I have a terabyte, but what, am I made of space? What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, I, I saw that. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think even even online was the only MMO I think I ever tried. And I, okay, I, I maybe it's because uh, yeah, that that was the first time I ever tried like online play, and I found it like overwhelming in terms mm-hmm. of like kale. As in, you start mm-hmm. with bare bones, then you do the calculation of how long it will take you to reach like a decent level and you're like you know what i do not have this time <laughs> uh, then you'd probably probably have hated days was it daisy <laughs> yeah you probably would have hated daisy no, but I, I have a lot of respect for guys who play those games because the amount of time it takes you go roaming around collect resources come back building <sighs> yeah pub yeah pubg 
By the that is nothing. Get a lot. <laughs> PUBG. In fact, uh, I put. In fact, I put best building in the same category. By the way, mm. I'm curious. That's a real time strategy. Are you are you a turn based guy or? Uh, RTS is RTS. Not no. It's not turn based. Turn based strategy. Ah, turn based. That one. Hmm. Uh, that one I'm not sure if I like it or hate it, but Fallout uh, 1 and 2 it's a chance, but I also feel like it's not for me. You get it, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing with turn, uh, the issue with turn based with me, yeah. I, I, I just found it a bit... I think the only turn-based game I ever made an exception to play was the South Park games. Mm. Um, I see. Which one? Uh, which which South uh, Park game did you play? Fractured but uh, uh, Hall or Stick of Truth? Uh, actually, both. <laughs> ah. <laughs> And actually, the only reason why I played them was uh, because they were South Park games. Because ordinarily, I there are a lot of there are a lot yeah. of games I would have liked to play, but I had to I had to bypass them because they were turn based. Things like uh, Divinity Two and uh, mm. Pillars of Eternity. Ah, okay. Um, I don't know. I'm willing to give the best a try because of Fallout, but then again, you know, I feel like it's not for me. But no, only time will tell. Yeah, like only time will tell. You could say that something's not for you, but then eventually you find yourself enjoying it. You know. True. That's the weird thing about gaming, because like. Uh, I had that same opinion about RPGs, as in I always thought RPGs were not my thing. I always looked at them as these long, boring, drawn-out sessions. Then I tried yeah. Dragon Age. Then I tried Dragon Age Origins, and I was blown away. I was like, "Crap!" Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, so, Danny. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, about time. Oh crap, it's been over an hour. I didn't even notice. Ah, well, I did have someone some time back and it went over an hour, so no problem. <laughs> oh, uh, this has been fun. Yeah. It's good to catch up with someone with a similar interest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you for having me on. Okay. Thank you for dropping by. eh? Okay. Have a good one. All right.